Welcome to How We Shoot It, a podcast with two creatives who are just trying to figure it out. We talk about all things photo and video work, plus a few tips and tricks that we may have learned along the way. Here's the latest episode. But yeah, we're going to start a podcast. We're going to talk about all the things, photography and videography and creative and graphic design, and we're going to see how it goes. We're just going to jump right into it. And Dante, tell us who you are. Tell us why we're doing this. Tell us all about you. So at the end of this episode, listeners feel like, hmm, I want to be friends with that guy. Well, you should want to be friends with me regardless. But it all started when my mom was getting an ultrasound of me when she was about to have me. And fast forward, uh, fast forward, fast forward. No, so the doctor, the doctor showed her the picture and it was not a very good picture. And so I got a notepad out and I wrote, I can do better and kicked my mom in the stomach. So they'd take another ultrasound and they read that. And that's when I knew I was going to be a photographer. And so fast forward 16 years when I actually put that into implementation and it all really started with, I kind of would always go out into my driveway. I would take photos of me playing basketball because basketball is my real like passion for life. Basically. Like I wanted to go play college basketball. That was the goal, but I also liked making cool stuff, putting them on Instagram. Everyone would comment hashtag Tumblr on my stupid Instagram posts that were way over edited and corny. But after that sophomore year, my parents got me a little point and shoot camera for Christmas. And that was like the catalyst to jumpstart everything from here on out to lead me up to where I am today. And it just really jumpstarted creativity. I would go out and take photos like every day of just random stuff there were super bad photos the, the the camera is very basic but i was just trying to learn the creative side of it before i learned all the technical stuff and okay. so that turned into joining digital media classes throughout high school which turned into i had a really great teacher i had a great art teacher and a great infotech digital media teacher which kind of went hand in hand into me developing this passion because they really let me explore all sorts of different stuff. I learned Photoshop, I learned Illustrator, I learned Premiere, I dabbled in After Effects. And so through their support and just basically letting me do whatever I wanted because I, I was always going in on my open periods and just trying to learn as much as I could, create as much as I could because I was so passionate about it, that eventually turned into the point where I could feel like I was competent at whatever you call it, photography, video, graphic design. And that turned into, okay, I want to explore more of this, like what's next outside the classroom. And so Miss Anderson, that's my digital media teacher's name. She got me hooked up with what was called Strive Academy, which was where students could go to state sport events, take photos, take videos, basically just let their creative minds roam. Right. And I went there did a couple of years of that and that those couple of years of that and then also doing AC stuff really solidified my mindset of okay like this feels like what I want to do when I get out of school and through senior year I, I still thought about playing college basketball I had a couple offers for track actually senior year track was a train wreck but that's irrelevant um, and then I was just thought like what if I just don't go to college like well well yeah because from up until that point not going to college was not like that's what you did after high school especially in the midwest like i feel like that's an option 
unless you're going like helping your dad out in the farm type thing. And so as I started, I would think about that while I was on a call with a Midland track coach while he was telling me all this stuff. I was like, do I actually need this? And so the turning point was when I got done with my first semester of college classes in high school, um, college speech, I got done with that. And I just said, that was a waste of money for my parents. I'm not going to college. (laughs) (laughs) Speech, speech. She was a good teacher. She, it was a good class. I'm glad I took it. It's helped me beyond that. But I, I just knew at that point after that class got done, I'm not doing another four years of stuff that doesn't necessarily relate to this. Yeah. When I could potentially just figure out what it was like in the real world. And so by the end of senior year, I was like, yeah, I don't need to go to college. I started working with Strive for a year. That went really well. I learned a lot being in a full-time creative position. I grew a lot. I learned a lot. Um, I was around a great group of people that really, you know, just breeded creativity. Um, and it has gotten me some great connections. You, Ben, all that, like, meeting other creative people really right. helped solidify that, that this is a job that I want to be in. And now I'm here. I'm a 19-year-old CEO that wears jerseys all the time and drinks bubbler. So <laughs> I think that's a pretty good ending. I think that's a nice little way to wrap it up. I'm impressed. Yeah. I think you've said that elevator pitch a few times. <laughs> I mean, this isn't my first podcast. <laughs> that's true. I don't know if I could say mine that succinctly, but I want to go back to the womb, but I do remember being like age That was six. a little anecdote. So <laughs> I can go back to the womb, but I do remember being like, oh, a second or third grader. And my grandma inadvertently is kind of the one who got me into photography because she was super into it. Like she was part of like that first wave of Canon users that really wanted to use photography for creativity. Cause like you could take pictures, but there wasn't social media. So what was really the point, but she just loved it. And so she was doing like I always remember her doing like 365 day photo challenges and she's like binded them all into books and all this stuff. So whenever I was around her, she had her camera and then she'd let me use it. And I remember one of the first ever photos that I took that I was like, Ooh, this was cool. It was so stupid. I like went downstairs into my sister's room. I cracked the door open like this much and I put the camera in the crack. And so then like the door was faded and like, I think it was like probably a pillow on her bed was Mm -hmm. in focus. And I was like, oh, that is so cool. And I remember showing it to my grandma and she was like, oh yeah, Alyssa. It's a pillow there. That's that's good. She was like, what were you trying to do? And I was like, well, it was anyways, blah, blah, blah. The start of everyone's creativity is people asking, oh, what was your goal in that? And you have to explain it. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the first photo I remember taking and being like, ooh, I really liked that. But then my interest in photography didn't come until way later. I thought I was going to be a writer for a really long time. Like I wanted to write books. I wanted to write blogs, um, all that kind of stuff. But then um, I graduated college. So I did go to college um, and I got a communications degree, which same thing. It's basically a bunch of public speaking. And I think that's helped me tenfold. But um, I was interested in photography. I was on, like, I was in high school newspaper. I was in our college newspaper. Um, but my roommates also both wanted to be photographers. And I was like, eh, like there's enough of us in the market. Like, I don't need to be a photographer. 
I'll just keep writing. And so graduate college and then um, get this job with Strive. And inadvertently, when you work for Strive, you start becoming an academy student. You learn graphic design, video, photo, and writing as well. And so I started shooting things like, oh, little teeny tiny tournaments in central Nebraska and eventually worked my way up to the immaculate status of NSAA state tennis. And <laughs> so that it was kind of like the best way to learn because those kinds of shoots, you just get thrown into the deep end and you've got to figure out how it goes and you've got to figure out how to shoot and you've got to figure out what looks good because you don't have time to to learn all the settings and all the specs and all that stuff. So I definitely learned trial by fire, but um, the great Ben Mohorn, who I'm sure we will mention uh, on this podcast a million times, probably even have him on. Uh, he was really the one that like helped me realize that I was good at it and that I really liked it. Um, I just remember always sitting around the office and looking at his photos and videos and being like, oh, those are so good. Those are so cool. Like everybody just thought Ben was the man because he is. And um, so I was just like, I love how people make Ben feel and I want to feel that way too. And so I really started getting into it and then started filming like trips that Luke and I would go on. Um, I think my very first like travel vlog was Hilton Head, South Carolina, and it was on like a GoPro, my iPhone six and edited an iMovie to two songs that I did not have the rights to like every, every videographer's dream, right? And so, uh, fast, set up. yeah, it was so ideal. So fast forward and I've been posting these like low quality travel vlogs for a while. And one of Luke's friends messages me and is like, Hey, we are getting married X, Y, Z. Um, we've seen your videos on Facebook. Would you want to film our wedding? And I was like, um, you know, that's great. I love that you think that I could do that, but I have an iPhone and a GoPro and I'm not willing to film your wedding on that. Like, I, I don't know you that well, but I care about you enough to know that that's not okay. <laughs> and so I originally told her no. And then like, oh, she's getting married in June. So probably in like March, um, I had just been really thinking about it. And by that point, you know, I had shot more for Strive and I had shot more sports content. And so I was like, okay, I do know at least how to shoot manual. So now it's just a matter of getting a camera. And so then it all comes full circle. And I ended up using my grandma's uh, 60D to film my very first ever wedding. And is it the best video I've ever done? No, I don't think so. I've greatly improved over the past five years, but it was a pretty decent wedding video. And I mean, it was good enough that here we are four years later, A Productions has been, I mean, essentially pretty steady since then. Um, so since then I have just like, after I filmed that first wedding, I was like, oh, I love this. I love this so much. And so um, it all just kind of snowballed from there to, I was shooting more weddings and then I was shooting more sporting events. Um, that's where Dante and I met, like he said, at state volleyball. Yeah, state volleyball. Um, I was just shooting all the time for those kinds of events and the rest of it kind of wrote itself. So I do have more than a Canon 60D now. Um, and I have a full season of weddings booked this year and a full seasons of weddings coming up next year. And so somehow 
somehow I'm here and somehow I'm doing it. And I still don't think I've arrived. And I still have a really hard time calling myself a photographer and a videographer, but I think that's what I am. I think I, I think I get that status now. So that's been exciting. I would concur. I think I thought of somehow I manage when you were somehow, you know, it just kind of came together. Somehow I manage chapter one. We're also big <laughs> office buffs. If nobody gets that reference, that's pretty much all we talk about. Yeah, that's half of our iMessage conversations. I think it's interesting getting to the point of like the turning point of saying I take photos and take videos and then like, okay, I would call myself like a photographer or a videographer. Mm -hmm. Like in high school, I took photos for the Adam Central football team. I did it for two years. I went to every game and I, I didn't really consider myself like a photographer I just took photos of the football games and right. shared them with the players right where now I feel comfortable enough saying that and comfortable enough in like my abilities that I know that if I get hired for something that maybe I've never shot before I'll still be nervous about it but I'm like I'm a photographer I know the technical part I know creative stuff I know that like I am confident enough that right. somehow something will come together and it's like I won't just be oh I'm taking photos of this person I'll be I'm a photographer photographing yeah. whatever it's kind of like a nickname like you can't give yourself a nickname and when you do people are like ew you can't say that but then it comes to a point where it's like no that's literally what I do I think my moment was so I work full-time as a creative director for a church so I'm like half self-employed and then I also have a full-time job um, it was when I woke up and I was like, all I have to do today is edit photos and videos. Does that mean I'm a photographer and videographer? <laughs> and ever since then, I've been like, okay, I think that's what I am. So it's just, uh, I think this whole thing and the whole reason we started this podcast is there's no roadmap to be able to do this at all. Like it's a hundred percent, just figure it out as you go. And that's, that's pretty much what we do all the time. Like I rarely feel like I always know what I'm doing. Very rarely am I like, oh, I've got this every, I feel like I have to learn something new probably every week. I'm a huge Peter McKinnon buff. I'm P I'm half office, half Peter McKinnon. And then <laughs> that's the essence of me, but he that's your personality in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. He has a quote that says uh, like, it's not really a, his quote, but you will never, ever feel like you've made it or you've arrived, especially in the creative realm where things are so abstract and like, how do you say like this idea is the idea that has qualified me as I've made it like this is it. Right. And so that's like, I'm always just trying to figure out new stuff. We're always texting each other like, okay, how did this happen? How did they do this? Like there is never an I've made it moment in the creative world because you never arrive. One, yeah, there's always new ideas. There's always new things that are happening. And so there's never really, it's just, I'm proud of this, this project, then onto the next project, onto this project. So that's kind of an interesting point. Like there's never a, oh, I'm up to, I'm up to the top salesman, whatever, like whatever yeah. profession. Yeah, you've made it there in that job, but creatively, you'll always be a photographer. You'll always be taking photos. So there's never an, a peak of the mountain, I guess. You're always just climbing up. And then there's always new gear. There's always new equipment. There's always new 
lens like there's just stuff just new it's always new there i don't think i've ever it's always a new event which means new lighting which means new speed which means new like it never ends which is part of why i love it though like i i really really get bored doing the same thing over and over again and so as much as that not knowing everything is stressful it's also good because it keeps me sharp (laughs) (laughs) i want to talk about so i in my opinion being in a creative field as your job is probably the most fulfilling thing in your life because creativity is essentially like you're expressing yourself you're Mm -hmm. you're putting your ideas out into the world and so I want to like hear from you since you've became more of a photo video creative director and writing is is creative as well but um photo and video is I guess your your passion and so what has that done being a creative director in terms of like life fulfillment and like fulfillment Mm -hmm. in your job that type of thing yeah I literally get emotional every time I talk about it because so like the photo video side of it is like amazing but I also work for a church and so to have like a huge piece of my moral ethical and faith be involved in what I do always makes me so emotional like I get anxious thinking about not doing this because yeah you never arrive but like what's going to be more than that right like where are your two DNA piece is going to collide like that ever again and so it's just been huge to like be running around an event and holding a camera in my hand and being like oh my gosh like this event is good for other people and good for the community and good for my friends and then at the same time like I'm getting to do what I love on top of that like who wouldn't want to wake up every day and do that but on the flip side Dante and I often joke that I never stop working which is a whole another topic for a whole another podcast. But like, I just love being on my laptop. Like I love being on my laptop to edit. I love being on my laptop to Cole. Um, so even on days where I like don't feel great or I don't feel like myself, I can always do my job well because it's something that I love. And I don't think like when I was an intern for a company in Omaha, like, and I didn't feel good, like I had a bad day at work because I wasn't doing anything that I liked. And on top of that, my job was lame like now even if I'm having a bad day work and air quotations if you're listening isn't work like I doesn't I never feel like I'm going to work I feel like I'm just living life does that make sense do you feel that way yes it especially now that I am just like a business owner and I completely relate to like there's always work to do and it never like, ends it never yeah. ends and it's just hard to kind of sit still and be like, well, I could be creating right now. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it it doesn't necessarily feel like I have a job. And I think when it starts to feel like you are kind of like you are your job, like you you relate more to your your job than like your life, then that's when it maybe it's time to kind of, you know, try something different, do something. Yeah. Because I just feel like, oh, I have my day here's what I want to, I like, I, here's what I want to do today. I want to edit photos. Mm -hmm. I want to go shoot this senior. Like if I had a free day to do whatever, that's what I would do. And so the fact that it's so like integrated into my life and it's something that I'm so passionate about that, like, this is what I would choose to do if I could do anything today. Right. Like the, the best thing ever, because it's 
making me money. It's providing me a living, but it's also that fulfillment part where I don't feel like it's really work. Obviously there's parts to every, every aspect of life that aren't 100% enjoyable. Like I'm not always thrilled to edit photos. I'm not always thrilled about how much the equipment costs. (laughs) No, never. I'm never thrilled about that. But especially when you break your hard drive. But just the fact that it can be like something that I'm never really like, I really hate editing photos. And that's what I do for a living is a huge part and just general like fulfillment and and happiness for me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was going to say something and then my dog walked in front of me. (laughs) Oh, that's what I was going to say, which is kind of like the whole reason why we started this podcast, right? Because we continually found ourselves. I don't think we talk about anything that isn't editing, composition, color grading, um, style, or specs. Like we literally eat, sleep, and breathe this stuff. And I feel like there's a ton of people out there who feel the same way. And it's another topic we'll come back to on another episode, but the creative community has this really ugly reputation of gatekeeping. And so I feel like this podcast is like just blowing that gatekeeping out of the water. Like, yeah, to a certain extent, the business is yours and your creative thumbprint is on everything. But also at the same day, at the same time, like if you have the same camera as me, you can do the exact same thing I'm doing. Like there's nothing, there's nothing too uh unique about getting started like everybody's got to start somewhere so why are we all so paranoid that anybody else starting is your business's failure or your business's demise or whatever you want to call it like I struggle with that too like not wanting newbies to come in but at the same time I'm in a photography page on Facebook where there's 2000 photographers in the state of Nebraska. Like that's probably like one tenth of the population, right? (laughs) Like there are so many of us out there and I'm still getting booked. You're still getting booked. They're still getting booked. Like there's enough space on the playground for everyone. And I just get tired of feeling like, feeling like I don't deserve a seat at the table or so-and-so doesn't deserve a seat at the table. Like there's room for everyone. And I think part of breaking down that stigma is just owning up to the fact that we're all in this together. Just yeah. Like and it's weird because people get like, it is a very gate kept like community at times. And there's obviously anomalies to that, but it's chances are, if you go up to a photographer on the street and you're like, Hey, would you sh-, like, you take a similar photo, would you shoot that at? Or like, what do you use to color grade? What yeah. Chances are they get a little kind of like, well, what's your angle here? Type mm-hmm. and so it's really weird because, you know, it is creativity is a very personal thing yeah. in terms of like it's it's unique to you and you don't want someone a judging that or b trying to copy it. And so that that is kind of one of the goals of this podcast is we want to talk about all the things that we talk about because yeah. we're friends there's not really a, a competition yeah. and there's there's no need for that in this space because everyone's just trying to grow and learn and as we talked about there is no mountaintop mm-hmm. so if we're afraid of someone getting ahead of us we can still get ahead of them and there's no end goal yeah. there that's for a us to problem. Be, that's a personal yeah. insecurity if that's how you're feeling that someone's better than you well then you go be better than them like and that's not a negative thing. It's just, 
it's just a constant self-improvement rather than a constant oh they're better than me so now like that just you can live that way you can be a creative that way but you're going to be miserable because you're going to have comparison and imposter syndrome so bad you're never going to be able to do anything and at the end of the day if you're happy with what you're creating it shouldn't matter if someone like if someone wants to know what I shot this in I had someone ask me on Twitter about some state football photos and how I shot this and what like what my thought process was and for someone to like want to know that should be more rewarding and like gratifying for me because I'm obviously doing something they appreciate and they want to learn from me instead of what do you what do you why why Hmm? am I gonna see you on the field next year just your camera's right next to mine and we're trying to shoot the same thing like no no and so it is a a very weird space because yes it's it's personal it's you but it doesn't really need to be that way yeah but I don't want to give away everything we're going to talk about because I have we have a running list but that's just that's kind of why we're here like we both love the photography and video side of things um I did the math and between the two of us we have like a decade of experience in the photography world like that's not nothing so so we're just going to continue to talk about topics like this um and hopefully get some creative wheels spinning for you guys so that's all I've got do you have any ending ending thoughts not really just drink bubbler everybody hashtag sponsored hashtag shameless plug yeah but that's all we got guys so we will see you on the next episode of how we shoot it